Hello, this is Father Kelly. Today I want to talk about prayer and recreation. Now, you may hear some background sounds today because I'm sitting here with the uh, window open, the door open to my study because there's sun shining and birds chirping outside and it's just too nice of a day to have the door closed. Um, but the connection with that will be obvious here in a minute. Of course, this is Enid, so there also will be airplanes flying over and maybe sirens. But you know what? That's okay. That's just part of it. But as I was sitting outside this morning, enjoying the sunrise, praying later to the hours and drinking my coffee, I had a thought that I don't always relax very well. Or at least, I have a difficulty relaxing in the midst of also doing the necessary things. What do I mean? As part of being a priest, as making my uh, vows to the church, I promise to pray every day, and that means the Liturgy of the Hours. And it's a lovely thing. I do enjoy praying the Liturgy of the Hours. I always, I always make the hours throughout the day. Um, and it should be a recreative time. Recreation, recreation. Anytime that we rest or recreate, it should be a recreation. It should be a, a renewing of ourselves, you know, sort of a, part- a re-participation in God's act of creation is what it should be. But I discovered this morning as I was, um, I might say, trying to enjoy the beautiful weather this morning because sort of much to my surprise, I realized I wasn't enjoying it as much as it ought to be enjoyed. And then I connected that with, well, because I'm, I'm praying literally the hours first before I do anything else instead of just you know, sitting here reading some other book or something like that, I'm doing my necessary prayers first. And it struck me as unfortunately ironic that uh, that was the reaction I had, that the Liturgy of the Hours, the prayers of the Church, reading the Psalms was an inconvenience to recreation, that it was not something that was recreating me as it ought to be, but rather was in the way of recreation. Uh, when actually, if we think about it theologically, time with God should be the most recreative thing there is. Praying later to the hours, especially on a very beautiful, you know, God-given sunny morning like this one is, uh, should be the most natural thing in the world. Yet, for some reason, uh, it wasn't making that connection. And so what I realized is that um, the, you might say that the, the paradigm, the archetype of relaxing sunny mornings that I have, or just recreational times in general, have not usually included prayer. You know, it wasn't until very late in college and then obviously in seminary that praying liturgy of the hours became a regular part of my life. But that means that there were many, many, many sort of those those sentimental, beautiful times, those, those times that make you just think, ah, oh, yes, this is how it ought to be. I had many of those throughout the you know three the years of my young life up to you know, a certain point, um, but none of them ever included prayer. Never was prayer. Never was liturgy of the hours, especially part of that time. And that I think makes a big difference, because especially when we're young, the collection of experiences makes a very strong um, imprint on our lives. This is true uh, for better or for worse. Um, for young people especially. The things that you experience when you're young, the connections you make, stay with you forever. You know, the things that go together at a certain, you know, when you're 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 15 years old, the kinds of things you experience there, 
you always associate with each other uh, sort of in your head and in your heart. So, you know, that can be very a positive thing. You know, you could, you know, suppose, I don't know, you went to um, art museums with a beloved family member as a kid. Well, then from then on, art is going to make you think of, you know, your favorite uncle or your dad or something like that. Um, those kinds of connections are really, really strong in us. Um, so I, but it occurred to me that, and I'm not accusing anybody of anything here, but I didn't have prayer as part of those early sentimental experiences. Prayer wasn't part of the network of those things that happened. So I'm very grateful for all those, you know, hiking in the woods or, you know, having a campfire or, you know, hanging out with friends in a certain way, doing whatever. Um, very grateful for all of those things, most certainly. Not I'm not taking away gratitude for that. Um, but it struck me as significant that now I'm, in a sense, having to um, overlay and incorporate prayer in where it wasn't before. And obviously I still have work to do on that. Because uh, again, philosophically, theologically, prayer should be the most recreative thing there is to do. Uh, yet obviously for me it's not as it should be. Um, you know, Ideally, prayer shouldn't be getting in the way of sipping my coffee at the sunrise. Uh, but apparently it is. Now, this is not always true. I have certainly had... Um, very good mornings where that went exactly like that, whereas I was very happy to be praying Liturgy of the Hours, you know, at sunrise again, for example. The, there's a, obviously other places that that could be happening. But uh, it's not as ingrained as part of that recreation experience as I would like it to be. Or, you know, going on vacation or something like that, um, it's still uh, difficult to pause you know, snowboarding or swimming or whatever and break out the breviary. It doesn't feel like a natural part of it. So I thought, you know, thinking about um, other people's future, you know, of course the parish and our lots of uh, young families especially, how beautiful would it be if a blatant, not well, not blatant, but a, a um, frequent and active and bold prayer life were so part of family life that, you know, of course, you know, on vacation, praying later to the hours together, praying the rosary or something like that, is just part of the experience, right? Um, you know, I, I think everyone should be praying at home, certainly. Um, but thinking of this sentimental connection of forming habits later in life, I think it's almost even more important that prayer be a part of the special moments, too. So certainly pray at home every day, that's very important. But... When you, have the, when you go on vacation, when you have special events, uh, don't exclude prayer from that. In fact, do it all the more. You know, when you have a birthday party for the kids, you know, make sure and pray at that event too, right? Because we want them to know that prayer is a daily thing, but that prayer doesn't stop for special events. And in fact, we might even do well to, in fact, we would do well, it would be good uh, to connect prayer, to connect that most important of activities with the most significant moments, you know, and imagine, imagine that when your kids get older, imagine if at the most memorable, most sentimental times uh, the most important times of life, even, even difficult times, that is not, not even always joyful times, you know, what if in the hospital when someone is dying, you pray together, how much of an impression is that going to make for their future? If both in unique, in special times, in the everyday, but also in the special times, positive or negative, 
prayer is involved. Just imagine the difference that would make for their habits later in life when they come to those special times, later special times, you know, for positive, for, you know, good, good ones or bad ones. If in those moments, prayer is just a, it's just a natural habit um, gained from when they were younger. It's just, it's just automatically tied into those moments. Uh, how beautiful would that be? So uh, that's just an encouragement, I suppose, uh, an encouragement for parents especially, but for all of us to, um, if we don't have prayer in our lives, incorporate that in there, uh, but especially teach our kids to pray um, in the everyday and in the extraordinary moments, and it will work great graces in their future, having prayer be a part of so much, and then it will be much more automatic, and we won't have to fight them, we won't have to fight them about it later when they get older, because it'll just be part of the way family works. Uh, hope that was helpful, interesting, and uh, does good for you and for your family. God bless. 